0: Poe Field will be forever famous in the minds of people who were here in the 80s as the scene of the world's largest banana split. And so the whole campus turned out on Poe Field. Tables were set up. This gigantic banana split was laid out, covered in whipped cream, covered in ice cream. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Swarms of flies, the whole thing melting in the sun. I have never had a banana split since then, almost 30 years. So that was Poefield in the 80s. Ready? Yes.
1: Okay, and you're in good volume, you sure? Yes. Good. Okay, so um, I started teaching at Princeton Dance. That was the very first time Dance was formally taught. September 69, that was the first year that women were admitted as undergraduate students. But because there were very few women to start with, and every year there were not yet part of the academic arts, it was an extracurricular course taught at Dylan Gym in a particular studio, and 60, 60 registered, 50 of them were men. I'm Eva Cohen, I'm professor, professor emeritus of dance, uh, I'm the founder of the dance program, it was not traditional at the time for men to dance. The men did not dance. They did not express their emotion and their feeling in movement. They did sports, competitive sports, which is tough and competitive. But at the time, it was a hippie time, right? Mm -hmm. The values changed. Men wanted to look at alternative roles.
2: What's left of Pope Field looked look like that. It's grass. See? Yeah. So, so it, and a whole lot has grown up around it. It yeah. was the. Uh, it depends on when you want to start. So, you know, I've been here all my life, but the the, the school has grown downhill, turfed from Nassau Hall down. So it gets older and it gets younger and younger as you go down. Mm-hmm. Where where the where the lacrosse stadium is, mm-hmm. and the soccer stadium. Right. In the Second World War, where the lacrosse stadium is there were um, so-called victory gardens um, made available by the university, the land, to faculty and staff to grow vegetables. My father had a big plot in there, and where, right, where they, <laughs> right, where, right where they play lacrosse, that, uh, where several years during the war, he, he, uh, and lots of others did too. So it was all open fields. All the way, and uh, one of them called Poe Field, and there was intramural sports were were on these fields. They weren't varsity athletic fields. Uh, they were, but there were softball fields, baseball fields, touch football endlessly. We it was very organized. that touch football, and uh, so the, the th- those fields would be covered in the in the fall. Uh, afternoons with with students in in the intramural program. Listen, we play we played touch football. Holder Hall, you know, in the in the, as freshmen and sophomores they they had by dorms. I mean, there were there weren't any colleges then, and we Holder uh, won the university championship, beating cottage club or somebody in the fi- in the in the in the big finals in the in the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> Were they big games? Did people come No, watching?
2: nobody was watching. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefield I think the university has made very good use of. I mean I think the 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 ellipse idea is a brilliant idea and I think by and large, I think it's a handsome set of buildings. And I think the notion of co- coordinating that and of putting, you know, residential in proximity to the athletic the fields both beautiful and and functional.
0: So the campus has always grown from grown from north to south, and um, playing fields have been sort of the fungible stuff. They move however the, however the campus grows. Um, so here we, around here we call it the ellipse. Um, you know some people call it po field po We always just call it the ellipse, and that big formal gesture is now has been for the last 20 or 30 years a very hard planning move so that all the buildings around the field respect that ellipse and it's become I think pretty beautiful. So you've got um, icon Bloomberg, icon Scully, Bloomberg and now um, uh, neuroscience begins to kind of sit off on the corner. but everything has been reinforcing the ellipse and just re- and preserving, that area as a as a playing field, and um, it's certainly our plan to preserve that in the in the kind of current campus plan. I think we need to have that kind of space, you know, near as close as possible to where our students live and sort of
1: recreate. This elliptical shape it sort of opens itself up out into this sort of natural landscape that you see because it the, the topography lends itself to creating this sort of vista moment because you have a higher elevation north of Poefield and when you're looking out south, um, you kind of get this huge landscape that you don't really get anywhere else. And it's really amazing, too, because it is kind of shielding Route 1, and you have a lot of sort of industrial, stereotypical New Jersey development south of that area, but it, it's almost sort of invisible just because of the way the topography lends itself and the way it's been landscaped.
2: My name is Akiti, I'm a senior in the Mole Department, and I am currently working for Campus Rec, the intramural program. So right now we've got two games going on for IM Soccer on Po Field. Um, it's always it's always fun to watch these guys come out. We've got a variety of people, uh, anywhere from you know undergrads, freshmen through seniors, and we have grad students playing with us. Basically, anybody affiliated with the university can play, um, and it's. One of those things where, you know, it's not as intense as varsity sports or club sports, but you can still participate and learn some new skills.
1: It was time of change when the women came in. They resented the Vietnam War, and they were anti-war, they were pro-peace. Love was a subject, of course, right? Love was like flower children uh, and changing the system was very, very important to change it from conservative, traditional system to new way of thinking. Every May at the end of of the class period, right, of the spring semester, they had had something called a festival called Earth Day. And that Earth Day performed, usually with lots of bands playing, like rock and roll bands, arts and crafts, etc., at pole Field. So in a way, Earth Day had these ideas of freedom, uh, wearing loose clothes, you know, hair down, I mean, instead of coiffured and uh, tuxedos and formal dresses, you know, Uh, so... I connected with the people who organized Earth Day in, at Poe Field, and I said, can we participate, and can we do it with our musician? And our musician was a Congo drummer. His name was, uh, what was his name? I forget his name right now. Uh, anyway, he was an African-American and a great Congo drummer, and collaborate also with a rock and roll band. It was a student's band, of course they decided to the men to go bare chest of course the women did not and then their girlfriend and you know painted peace symbols on their chest and so they had jeans bare chest a lot of them had long hair not all of them Uh, peace symbols on their chest and they were marching part of the demonstration was that they were marching as if they are going on, what do you call those protests that went to Washington, right? As if you were, what do you call those, those parades, Mm -hmm. right? It was a parade to protest something. So the kind of gesture I gave them were very sharp, sudden gestures that they were changing as they were marching. It was as if they're talking, but talking in very decisive, way and the manner in which they marched was very angry. Then I would uh, one another thing we did they stood in two rows in opposing sides of the field and one I mean one row at a time would kind of make a sudden move towards the other as if they're shooting them but not graphically so. and then the other would respond and they go back and forth and get closer and closer and when somebody as if was hit, they were kind of flail their arms and their body and just dissolving to the earth as if they just died. So it kept going back and forth until everybody was dead except one person. who so happened to be the single African-American guy in my class who was running madly amongst the bodies. And saying, wow, am I the last person left on this earth? And it ended with a circle to which... The audience could join in, and it was like a rhythm circle. And everybody who said, "Oh, everybody who was gutsy enough from the audience who was sitting on the grass around," started joining. So it became kind of a group celebration of life and nature and spring and hope and etc. Well, how is that?